Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing and social media in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And in this week's episode, we'll discuss why you need to have a social commerce strategy on Instagram in order to exist, what opportunities are there for brands to sell on this platform, and what drives consumers to purchase today. Let's start with the basics. What's the difference between e-commerce and social commerce, Frida? Yeah, so this is two words that are similar, but they actually differ. So e-commerce is buying and selling products and services through a website online on the internet. And social commerce is buying and selling products or services on social networks such as Facebook or Instagram. Yes, and e-commerce has been around for many, many years, while social commerce is something that has come just just recently, uh, during 2020. Recent studies show that 43% of internet users have used social networks to research products online. For example, browsing on Pinterest or Instagram, and extra so now when all these new shopping features are available on Instagram. So question for you, Sana, how do you browse for products? I do a mix of both. Uh, of course, I use Google to some extent. And if I know what I want to buy or from which store, I go into their website. But in many cases, you actually don't know which brand you want to buy from. You just know that you want a dress for a party or uh, for some occasion. And then 
I go to social media because that's more like a shopping window where you can browse around, go window shopping, just like you did in the mall um, previously, before Corona. Yeah, I agree. I'm not so good at makeup, so I love to go to Instagram and watch people doing their makeup and recommend new products and how to use them. So yeah. I, maybe I don't know what I want, but I go there when I want to look for inspiration. And after a while, I know what I want. <laughs> exactly. And it's also more of a social experience because if you see, for example, a nice pair of shoes or if you're looking for something and you want advice from a friend, if you're on a website, I don't know, of course you can text this link to a friend or whatever, but on Instagram you can just DM this product link directly to your friend and ask, like, what do you think? So it's much more easier to interact as well on a social level. Sana, what's the big change with social commerce then? So, as we said before, e-commerce has been around for a long time, but the big change with social commerce is that users like you and me can browse through products on the social platforms and make purchases directly on the platform itself without having to go to the company's website. So it's more of a one-stop shop and you can get everything from inspiration at an initial stage to actually make a checkout. And there's a jungle out there with new updates and features launching one by one. And we will talk more about this in this episode. So today we will focus on social commerce on Instagram. And this is because this platform has a lot of potential with its new features focusing on keeping the users within the app. Of course, Instagram wants to keep its users yes, there. Definitely. And except from Instagram, social commerce is booming on almost every social platform. We chat in China, TikTok, and of course, Instagram. So what's the numbers on social commerce today? According to Sishen, the global commerce market like overall is estimated at $89.4 billion, and it's set to reach $604 billion by 2027. So it's huge. And it's, as we mentioned before, it's happening a lot within the social sphere, and it's moving really quickly forward. It's been stated by IBM that last year jumped e-commerce forward by five years. That's a lot. Yeah. But no surprise, though, because we have been forced to. Yeah turn to social media and internet to help with daily grocery shopping or online shopping. Yeah. So only in 2020, Instagram launched a ton of new features that makes it possible for brands to sell directly to their target audience within the platform. And we know it's difficult to keep up with these new features and platforms. For example, we have Reels uh, launched recently and we had TikTok exploding. Yeah. So there's a lot to keep an eye on. Yeah, it's crazy busy time for being a marketer and a brand. So Frida, how does the shopping behavior on the social media platforms look like today? So today, almost 50% of social media users from the age 18 to 34 have participated in social commerce on platforms like Instagram, TikTok and Snapchat. And 84% of Instagram users say they find new products on Instagram. So, of course, it makes sense for brands to also sell these products on the platform. And so numbers from March 2020 uh, showed that 19% of online shoppers worldwide prefer social media as a source of inspiration, with retailer sites up only 1%. 
so 20 percent so yes. social media is running ahead yeah and i think if we would look at these numbers now one year later i think it's even higher um since since we've been so used to doing everything on the social platforms today as we said before this episode will focus on Instagram. So what are the social shopping features on this platform? First, we have Instagram shop. And this is a shopping destination where people can discover products and brands. It's like an online shopping mall where you can browse through stores and go window shopping. Only that the windows are on social media. Yeah, I think many of us have seen How I Met Your Mother and the mall that Robin sings about when she was a teenage superstar is now translated into Let's Chat on Instagram or TikTok. There That's are a good no one. any physical malls to hang out on. And then we have shops. So this is a customizable storefront uh, allowing people to shop directly on your business profile page. So the Instagram shop is more like an explore page where you get uh, recommended products and brands that you might like. Um, and the shops is where brands can create their own storefront. Right. Then we have the checkout and the checkout on Instagram allows businesses and creators to sell their products directly on Instagram. So if Instagram shop is more where we explore, go window shopping and search for inspiration, the checkout is where we actually purchase and make this um, final, final call. And that's the big thing now. I feel because that really makes you don't have to go to uh, another website to make the purchase, but you can pay no. like right within the Instagram app. Yeah. And that's so much easier for us as consumers. We all want convenient user experiences. So that's super helpful. Definitely. And with this, we also have shopping from creators. So this makes it possible for users to shop inspiring looks and products from creators from creators they love without leaving the app with the checkout yeah. feature. This is also a really good thing yeah. because if you see a picture of a nice outfit and you need to, before you had to ask in the comments, like where's the shirt from, now you can in most cases just see it right away and actually go and buy it. Many of these features are not yet available in all countries, but during 2021 they are rolling out yeah. in most countries. Another feature that is growing really big as well is the live shopping feature. And this one really unlocks a new channel for checkout enabled businesses to sell products through their Instagram live. And this way they can form deeper connections with people in real time. The live format is growing a lot as well. So live combined with shopping makes it a really strong channel. And for businesses on Instagram, we have product tags. So this means that you as a brand can highlight products or you can add them to a catalog and tag them in stories, feed and in reels. So people can click on your product or the tag and uh, learn more. And yeah, if you have per if you have checkout available, you can purchase it directly. Yes. So convenient. Yeah. <laughs> 
And finally, we had ads with product tags. And this one allows brands to maximize the reach of their products by boosting shoppable posts or creating that from scratch in Ads Manager for more creative flexibility. So these ads with product tags are able to drive to an own the website or a native checkout on Instagram. Again, if you have the checkout feature. So to summarize all these features from a consumer perspective, everything makes it a more simple user experience. And that's super important to to win the digital race today. Yeah, so moving forward to that question, how does this social commerce or this social shopping features change our online shopping experience? I would say that all these social commerce features encourage people to connect with a business through a two-way communication rather than a one-way communication. It makes it much easier to connect and to uh, search for new brands, etc. That's a good point. And our colleague Julia Arheden talks about building customer relations in a previous episode. Yeah, that's a really good episode. Recommend you to listen. Yeah. So moving forward, 43% of online shoppers say quick and easy checkout process would encourage them to buy a product when shopping online. This is on second place on what motivates online shoppers to make a purchase. So with checkout on Instagram, this is possible. It makes the step to purchase much shorter and the checkout process will be much easier. Yeah, definitely. And of course, it also helps brands to increase the sales right away because you don't risk losing your customers. When they have to change place, you can just, yeah, have a one-stop shop. And also, a buzzword right now is entertainers. And this is very important to millennials, with 33% of millennials say they want the shopping experience to be entertaining. Nice. I love that word. Social media really creates a lot of opportunities to do this entertaining content, these interactions with your audience. For example, you can host a live stream where you showcase your products. You can use stickers to engage customers in questions, polls, product development. For example, I saw um, a brand that I like, Estrid, who do these racers. When they were to create a new color for their racers, they asked and their followers what the color's name would be, what they would name the product. And I think this is a great way of uh, inviting your audience to, 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 the, to the product so that they get what they want. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I love that as well when you get like, what, what product do you want next? Or yeah. what uh, taste of the lip gloss? <laughs> Definitely. It yeah. feels like you have a saying. Yeah. So yeah, there's no surprise that social commerce gives the opportunity to create a personalized shopping experience because you can get much closer to your customers with this two-way communication dialogue. Uh, you can ask them, you can repost their photos, you can repost influencers' photos and inspire more. Yeah, for sure. If we put this in an influencer marketing context, how would you say that brands can use influencer marketing for the social commerce, Frida? You can use influencers to engage and reach your target audience if they spend time on social platforms, which, which they probably do. Yes. <laughs> so, for example, with an influencer, you can host uh, live shopping. 
where they try on uh, your makeup or your uh, clothes and consumers can see how they look or how to style the look. Yeah. And also you can, for example, use influencers content to create shoppable ads that we mentioned before. And of course, there are numerous ways of how you can combine influencer marketing and social commerce. And this is something you should really do because even what you as a brand do as on social media, that's super good. And you should have a social strategy for your own channels. But it's first when someone else talks about your brand um, that your audience trusts and follows and look up to that's when it becomes even stronger. Definitely good point, Sana. So to summarize, what would you say, Sana? Well, as we talked about social commerce, you can see that it owns the entire buyer's journey. It shortens it and it allows brands to easily lead the customer from these Windows shoppers into becoming customers. And to really succeed with social commerce, it's very important that you understand your target audience. Like, where does your target audience spend time? Is it on Instagram or do you have a younger target audience that is on TikTok? Or Yeah. Yeah, what platforms? And they can differ. Definitely. And how can you use social commerce as a part of your marketing mix? And also, what content does your target audience prefer? This could also differ from generations. For example, millennials love entertaining content and maybe your target audience want more educational content and this also depends on your product or service definitely and also on which platform we're talking about whether you're on tiktok on instagram or pinterest or whatever it may be yeah so really take advantage of the opportunities or elements that that is available on the platform that you choose and just another note that's important to to mention as well is that right now there is a chance for you to be early on. Not every brand work with social commerce today, but this will be a key in the future, especially if you are a direct-to-consumer brand. So take the opportunity. And what's fascinating is that every brand stands the same chance in the digital world. High streets are no longer located within the bounds of city centers and you don't have to afford the most expensive flagship store location. No. But you only need your digital presence. Yeah, I agree. And the key takeaway I would say is be agile. It's crucial for brands to stay up to date and be aware of the changing online ecosystem as the shift towards social commerce will only continue to intensify. You need to be quick to adapt to new features and platforms in order to stay relevant to your target audience. Then it will be more likely that you succeed. But it's important to choose your platform strategy wisely. I agree. This takes us to the end of another episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. Make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media to continue the conversation there. And if you like the podcast, Give us a rating in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app where you listen to us.